0: Hardwired. To let them have their way with you. Yikes. You know what you wanna do, but you don't wanna do it. Oh, God. Thanks, teachers. To force you. Thank you, uh suicide outline. like you do. Suicide and teachers, yeah, what baby. What you wanna do? We're gonna party up now. You right at the end. on one baby. You did that, you did How it. Can you live <laughs> live? My prediction. They How How should have been betting on all this stuff. I should have been I should have. I should have been betting. I should have been betting. I on all this stuff, I am sorry to bring you, you know, but I have to, you know, say, you know, we have prophetic utterance, we have news, we have spirit, and we have terrestrial bullshit. You try to put it all together, it'll be salad. And then we get on the air and we say that it looks like Biden is using Putin to nuke the United States. Because that's been the plan all along. The you know, people could not get their mind around that. You know, this is not about Russia versus America. This is not about Ukraine the liberation of the, 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 the I don't even care, Ukraine. This is not a proxy war. This is trying to get two birds with one stone. Now, I'm sorry you have to wake up today to the president intoning, uh, uh, you know, Kennedy and talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis and saying we are on the verge of Armageddon and they're passing out the medication now for uh, nuclear uh, contamination and radiation. Um... Look, all I can do is give you guys a heads up way before it happens. That's one of my talents. And I do that. But what good does it do? Seriously. Nobody's going to do anything about it. So it's it's like, you know, the empty... Um, are people going to repent, really? Well, maybe if they see they got like 15 minutes to live. Uh, but I doubt it would be reported. I think you, you know the bombs go off first, and then they report it. You know, and then then they'll skew the reporting, and they want to talk about global warming. And um, I can map it all out backwards forward. This all began when Gates got really pissed off because people didn't want the vaccines or the meat, or the you know they didn't want to just move into the Great Reset. So then it's like, well, we can get rid of you, you know, another way. We'll just. Uh, you know we'll just kill you all and and that that's <laughs> what you're dealing with it's taken a long time for people to realize could you turn that that one down in there yeah. it's taken a long time for people to realize what this is and and I have tried so hard man I've done everything I know to do you know with words to try to explain it and I honestly I've got grown men you know my age still not being able to comprehend it and I'm like but I've I've explained it over and over why are you lecturing me about, you know, what, being successful? I could be more successful if I just conformed. I mean, that, that's all you have? The people that conformed are going to be the people that are that, that probably get hurt the most with the nukes go because they basically belong to Satan. All those souls are scalped. There is no redemption. And, and let's just put it on the table. You know, I hate to even say... News like this, but let's just put it on the table. Let's talk about souls and, um, and nukes. They don't want to have anything but a sneak attack and then assess the damage and then retaliate because they don't want people, and I'll repeat this, I swear, if you st- don't start listening, then you know the, the peril, the trouble is on you. The reason for the sneak attack and for the you know, it's a nice sunny day and all of a sudden it's nuked and all you know out of nowhere is so that people don't have time to repent. I know that sounds like a tiny concept. The communists ran with this, especially in Romania and other places. With the prisoners, they 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 wanted to make sure that um, you know the people lost their faith. And then as soon as they did, they would kill them before they had a chance to repent or get, you know. The whole point of communism is to get people to um, renounce Jesus. It's not religion. It's Jesus. Thank you. Whoever came up with religion, what does that mean? To renounce Jesus. And or if they were not decided about their fate, you know, about their eternity, about their uh, souls, um, to kill them without saying anything. Because free will alone is not enough. One has to exercise free will for it to actually be free will. Free will is is really like a verb. It needs to be in motion, right? It doesn't mean anything just sitting on the shelf. I, I hate to say that, but someone's going to have to talk to you straight because you, you, you're kind of out of time. So let's let's see if I can help. You need to make a free will decision of whom you will serve and who who you recognize as God. And 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 uh, basically, you need to die to self. You need to give up your life. You need if you if you believe, you know, if you don't believe, you can ask God to come into your heart, Lord. If you're really there, like Zeph says, please change me. Come into my heart, change me. I want to worship you, Jesus. I want to go with you. I want to go with you into eternity. I, I recognize this place as hell. It, it, it's supernatural hell. It's quantum hell. I see that now. I see that it's all, all simulated and it's all fake, but it's real at the same time. In other words, it's, I don't find myself in an organic situation. At all, now the worlders. No, I gotta give up on that. I, I can't get anywhere with it. The worlders are terrified of nuclear war. They're terrified. They're so terrified that they don't believe it will. That Biden would do it. And of course, you know, Biden is Obama and Klaus Schwab and you know the globalists. Really, when we say the left or the Democrat Party, we mean the we mean the ruthless satanic globalists who wish to depopulate the earth and take over and you know and and, whatever. I don't really even care what they want to do. I don't care about them. I don't care. What happens to them? As far as I'm concerned, the more of them that are dead, the better. And they're going to get a big surprise at the State Department, aren't they? (laughs) They're going to look out the window. (laughs) and They're going to see a big flash. And it won't just be Washington, D.C. It'll be the entire uh, region of, you know, Virginia and and Washington and, you know, all the way to New York. (laughs) Is scorched earth. You ever heard about the Satan 2 rocket, Satan 2 missile? It can take out a country the size of France. Maybe a couple of them for Texas. I and mean, this is how insane the, the weapons have gotten. You know, this is this is how crazy launching them is because I mean it's indiscriminate, you know, just mass killing, you know, just killing millions of people. Uh, in within 30 seconds, you know, they're done. Um, kind of makes life look cheap, but I mean, for those guys that are going to be in the bunker hiding under the white house, what do they care? You know what I mean? They all got their bunkers. I mean, it's rumored that Obama has a bunker in Martha's vineyard. He's got a bunker there, you know, and, and, uh, Anyway, they're all going to, you know, be getting in their bunkers while everybody else is sacrificed and then come back out ready to rule with globalism. And, you know, of course, martial law and lockdowns, you know, you, know, you know, torturous conditions. And the, the reason they want you to eat bugs is not because you could live on the bugs, but because the bugs will kill you because of certain enzymes they have. That's the reason. The reason they want you to take the jab is because the jab will kill you. The reason they want you to drink the water is because the water will kill you. So, you know, they don't want you to do anything unless it's going to do harm to you. Every single thing they want you to do is something to bring you to harm and ruination and destroy your life. Big Pharma is only interested in you being sick. They're not interested in you being well. You know, you might have an individual doctor here and there and their medical science can be used for good things. But in general, the system is not about people getting well because they want to sell you drugs. And they don't want to sell you drugs that get you well because they need you to be a patient. That's where they make their money. So inherent within, and also the Bible calls the AMA and all their medicine, you know, all their drugs, uh, pharmacia, And the reason it's called sorcery pharmacia is uh there there's a good reason for that. Uh, you know. Uh, It's funny we're talking about nukes here that I got all kinds of other problems elsewhere, but it's like this one sort of takes, you know, priority. Um, I, would it help if I read some of the words of... Uh, God, this is it's, it's amazing. They've got the military doing silly things for climate change and um, to mitigate the effects of climate change, of which there are none. I don't know if I can go on with this. You know, first of all, this whole thing is fake. There is no other explanation possible. Everyone I've debated, really, in a sense, even from a distance, I've defeated. With just a little bit of proof. The people that I have come into conflict with in in, in debate. Um. <laughs> okay, I admit it. You know, America is under judgment. And a nuclear strike would be what America has deser- deserves, and we all know we don't deserve better. We all know how selfish we've been, even if we haven't been like you know the left and you know perverting children and destroying children and you know destroying people and social justice warriors and woke and the whole thing. To me, all those things signify uh, a collapse of civilization you know it's it's I like to call it the Lord of the Flies syndrome, right where the children are you know this happened in China when there was a collapse of china uh for the uh people's revolution uh that the children really end up taking over and in fact, the Bolsheviks in um russia you know killing the all the farmers and all the landowners like they do in south africa um you know uh all that was you know, being carried out by by mere mere teenagers. Right, so that that the Lord of the Flies, you know, where the children take over the world, and this is what has happened to the parents. The kids have. Um, I mean, it's not it's not a com- completely complete process, but it's on its way. It's like halfway there, where the children are running the households, the children deciding, you know, whether they're going to be trans or um, straight or well, no one's going to be straight. They're going to be. Um, they're all going to be queer, of course. Because queer is politics. It's got nothing to do... You know, all the gay guys I knew in West Hollywood, when you deal with film and deal with stuff, you deal with the gay mafia, you know? So you've got to, you know... Every every single one. But some of the couple guys, like one guy was a really... uh, I thought was a great writer, but, you know, maybe... (laughs) I I liked something he wrote that ended his career, I think. But they're all extreme just extreme and and they're all jewish too which is interesting they're they're fallen jews who are extreme leftist i.e communist in their views of how everything should go extreme woke not just uh you know kind of uh, what are your pronouns but you know militaristic woke you know like kill somebody if they don't agree that black lives matter and nobody else matters or something to that effect you know just kill someone if they say the wrong thing and um and I remember you know trish and I were at uh at this guy's house. He was a writer that I trained in uh how to you know his computer and how to write on a computer uh screenplay for um uh, for production and um so we were over there trish and I and then and the gay boys you know we were all having dinner there. And Trish lights up a cigarette and they just went insane. <laughs> Do you remember that? Where was that? At Marlowe's. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. When you lit that cigarette up? And that and and you know, I think it was one of them, a couple of them, they, they ooh, a pariah. They called her a pariah right there at the table. It was just getting ugly. I'm like, You've got to be kidding me. You know, and then um couple of times having lunch, I remember we, we always used to go to this restaurant, Hugo's. Some of you who are familiar with West Hollywood know Hugo's. Good restaurant. I mistakenly would get the carbonara pasta. That's very fattening stuff there. <laughs> anyway, same thing. The minute they get into the booth, I'm not saying all gays are like this, but I mean, this is like, you know, this is my experience with, you know, writers and, you know, directors and, you know, just different people that are, you know, producers. The minute they get into the booth, it's like, did you see what happened to you? He's down five points. And, of course, with Trump, Trump is just like, you know, fresh meat to piranhas. I mean, that just, you know, goes without saying, though. And they're on on politics all day long. Extreme, like, extreme activism on the left. And, And then naturally pushing... The current agenda. I know there there are people that they're gays against grooming, but I mean how far is that gonna get? No, gays are seen as groom as grooming. They all the, the the all the gay guys I knew that were really, you know, out and out and all that, they were um you know, none of them wanted to be seen as recruiters or pedophiles. I I've gotta say that because uh People get the wrong impression. Now, the pedophile push uh, comes from... I don't want to confuse anybody. But the pedophile push comes from... Um, people that appear to be heterosexual and have families. And they're the pedophiles, by and large. I'm not saying that, you know... <clears throat> People like Kevin Spacey don't like boys and all that. You know, I, I understand that. But by and large, the push for the politic for the political change to make pedophilia not—they're not trying to give permission to it. It's a command. When you have an adult and a child, and you tell that child, you know, strip down for sex, they have no choice because you're the adult. You understand where I'm, where this is going? And companies, you know, places like Nambla and all these things have had, you know, they've had their, um, you know, they've been trying to get the laws changed. But what it is, it's, it's, it's like um, this secret shame in society is also a means of initiation, you know, of children prostituting themselves to, to in any which way. You know, gay, straight, up, down, this one, you know, any, any which way, and human trafficking and child sex trafficking. Um, you know, even to the point of you know being sacrificed in snuff films and, um, you know, the, you know, I think the uh, Eli Roth horror movies were. He had to have some inside knowledge on that. You know, you can buy a blonde American kid in you know in Romania. You know, they take you to a. A warehouse where you have all these tools of dismemberment. You can just like dismember, you know, children at your leisure. They didn't have children; they had teenagers in the in the movies he directed. But I'm just saying, um, you know, it's a um, it's a global appetite for children. For well, children become sex slaves, don't they? They they come here. They get on the bus. Biden. Biden traffics them to various places where they're needed, <clears throat> where there are resources, and then they're trained, and then they're um, released to the adults that, will, that run the brothels and the, um, and the organizations. And it's organized crime. As I was saying yesterday, I just tried desperately to get through the last messages, you know, before, before we, we may have to leave here. And uh, I'm being completely serious. So, you know, I'm I've tried to explain the world. You know, part of the reason that it's been so difficult is because I believe that number 1 the society of Americans is mentally ill. I mean, completely beyond beyond help, beyond beyond um restoration, beyond healing. And the reason I believe that is because they've utilize their free will to basically execute themselves soul-wise, which then cut off any possibility of um, real change. In other words, they're going to stick to their decision, right, to serve the world system, and they're going to stick to that initiation. And I I even try to explain that, yeah, but if you have a lamb, a black sheep, you ever heard of that? If you have people that are like misfits, they don't fit in for whatever reason, And they decide they're going to go with the world. They're going to give it a good college try now. Come on, I'm ready for my initiation all that. These wind up being killed because they're never never to be trusted if they don't take it the first time. If they don't grab the bit the first time. Then they're used for sacrifice. Because look at the world. They've kept this secret the entire time you've been alive. There's been, you know, as Stanley Kubrick would say, you know, the pedophile um, elite that rule the world. But it's not the elite, it's the system, and that's what you're seeing at the border. And in addition to, you know, military-age men who are coming in to be, I guess, part of Obama's army, since Obama's, you know, really the, the de facto president. Along He's, like, co-president with Susan Rice. And then there, behold, to Soros and... uh Klaus Schwab and you know Gates and all the rest of them, the rich people. And, you know, it it is organized crime. The this goes back uh to the uh you know the 30s. Al Capone, um, you know, you know, Saul Alinsky uh you know was writing rules for radicals, but radicals are really criminals, not radicals. They're they're, they're to be initiated into organized crime. Uh, <clears throat> that he admitted in his book, Rules for Radicals," that they worship Lucifer. They take an oath to Lucifer. okay They take an oath to Lucifer. and um, you know, they're responsible for the governments of the world. The governments uh, basically, the, they buy the politicians. And this is how it works, all over the world. And the politicians sell out to them. Okay, so they have global domination. And then they want to change the DNA of humans because that's what their rulers are telling them to do, the lizards. So, you know, i have it's hard for me to understand someone that doesn't understand the simple... Thing and it's it's hard for me to understand because I would explain this, you know. Okay, like you know, a friend has asked me, "How did I wind up being like me?" I mean, you're smart, you're intelligent, you you could you you should be a pick to be a leader. And I said, because um, someone like me is not. Welcome in that, oh, come on, it's up to you, not them. No, no, it's it's up, it's the way it is. Anyone that's in, you know, a lamb, a, you know, a child of God, a, uh, you know, a virgin to the world system or any anything like that, any derivation is considered to be some sort of freak and usually has, you know, wind up being institutionalized or, you know, thrown in jail or, you know, discarded in some way by a very cruel society that that basically uh, kills uh, those who uh, refuse it. That's very harsh. Um, But, you know, black sheep, mavericks, pure hearts are not only not welcome. If you try to join, they will welcome you in and give you a night of pleasure like hey you're really going places now now people going they're going to buy that book you wrote now they're going to listen to what you've said <laughs> and then there'll be a you know getting out of your car one day whatever a sniper shot whatever however it'll be but it'll, it'll they they will get rid of you the the only real thing that uh, you know lambs can do and i know most of them commit suicide so that's terrible but um it's understandable Does not commit suicide you know have have the lord you know have the lord give it give that over to the lord but the best thing they can do is understand that little fact that i just laid out and they will they would be able to to you know do as good as they could do here given the fact that you know like i some guy said um there's a part of the documentary where I, I, I attempted to go into commercial real estate in Beverly Hills and, you know, to, to, I was trying, I tried this, I tried to get in, you know, good with my, I returned. I was like a prodigal son. I tried to get this, you know, job in Beverly Hills with, I got a you know license for, uh, I wasn't a broker, but I was a, a sales person. And, um, the main thing that was selling was lease space and, um, you know, buildings. And I was interested in buildings, you know, it did take a long time to put a deal together, but, you know, I was involved in several closings of, you know, I had a piece of this, a piece of that, and, you know, people kind of cooperate, but it, it you know, I had a nervous breakdown trying to do it, you know, and, and I eventually, I, you know, it all went South with panic attacks and I couldn't <laughs> leave my house after a while. But, um, um, that entire route of, uh, of, uh, you know, attempting to conform or attempting to, um, do something that's against your soul or against your will or, you know, because you're trying to please someone, you're trying to not be a fuck-up, you know. You This time, I'm going to really, really, you know, double down on my efforts to do everything I can do to... to, And, you know, and they know already you're not one of them. They just look at you as food. You know, ooh, here comes a tasty one. And um, I don't know how many people that I, I hope... I was able to, you know, help some people, you know, not get killed, you know, by understanding that little fact. And so, but this situation proves beyond all doubt to everyone who is conscious that this is a simulation. This is a, a pre, pre, pre-prescribed game. This is, you know, fate is already predetermined. This is an extremely hostile situation for individuals I, I would say for children of God because there aren 't that many children of god i mean there's there's you know they're they 're the chosen right they're, they're, there's god 's chosen people, which would be the seed of Abraham, which are not the literal you know ethnic Jews or whatever it's a, the Jews are really truly if you want to add it up it 's really anybody that 's following Jesus would be that chosen you know in that uh, chosen tribe would be the uh you know would be the the jew it's so funny most of the jews all the jews i knew out in la they all drop their religion you know except when they're going to a funeral or you know i mean it's there's going to be a bar mitzvah or something you know it's it's all a game all a game just like you know the churches and they they hold up Jesus and they don't give a damn about Jesus or anything. They they got their eyes on uh you know children. I mean, a lot of pedophilia going on in churches. So I mean it, it's um I'm sorry. The whole thing is shit. I personally don't even know why people would get their Sunday best on and go down to a church in in uh I remember this one guy this it was you know, gay guy, see this one guy tortured of, with his gayness and tortured I am not sure if he was a top or a bottom or what he was but he was tortured you know with it and he would do these he, he, he cuz he believed in Jesus and he keep going to church and he have these fights with the pastor and he kept trying to work it around that that uh, you know that that having sodomy would be okay you know somehow You know, I mean, how how dare you, you know, know, uh, outlaw that? What are you talking about? And really, nobody ever told him. No one ever told him that it was wrong or anything. Back then, I I certainly never criticized him. I never said anything was wrong about anything. Back then, I was, you know, I was all into sin anyway. but within himself, he felt there was something wrong. And he said, you know, he, and he blamed it on his programming, on his parents, and the culture he came from in Texas. And he said, they made him that way. And, you know, he's unable to accept that he wants, you know, that kind of sex and, um, you know, and be a Christian at the same time. He, he, just, he just couldn't live with himself. And you know and it's very hard because the entire dialogue, I mean the the pastor in the church he was going to wasn't saying anything just no one's really saying anything it's all internal. so what the left does, the globalist, is they blame the Bible you know for making this guy let's say he committed suicide uh you know for making him you know feel guilty or having to commit suicide or this is this awful culture of intolerance and non inclusivity and non equity and this horrible, horrible, horrible thing of you know, racism, you know, sexism, uh, you know, this the whole homophobic culture that's created by these white supremacists, and it must be shocked and you must embrace any form of, of sex or whatever without having a mental uh, connection to it. Okay, so they just did extreme damage to themselves because they said, you have to embrace any and all forms of sex without the guilt and shame of the culture that had unfairly contaminated you and destroyed your life. You need to, to rebel And and make it a a a, not just a daily occurrence, but you know brace, you know. And these are the people pushing the pedophilia. So what they're doing is what they're trying to do is divorce sex from the spirit or the spiritual life, from consciousness, from a mental capacity. Just being like, you know, whether you do it with somebody else or a group or yourself, it's all masturbation. You know, it's all basically self pleasure. There's no giving. There's no there's no real real concern about unless you're you know you're it's, it becomes a fetish that you you could become a slave and therefore have to service other people but if that in itself becomes an excitement because of a guilt and shame mechanism within your psyche so uh you know so sex has been misunderstood the people that misunderstood sex the most and um and you know everything the they misunderstand everything. Are the people that are trying to socially engineer the planet today? These are the these are the dumbest, dumbest of the dumb of the dumb dumbs. These are the stupidest people alive. And yes, they work at the Rand Corporation. They work at the you know at the Bilderbergs. They work at you know foreign affairs. They, they but anyway, this they they all have Ivy League degrees, and they're the stupidest there of of, of all people there. Completely disconnected from the Spirit. 100%. And the Spirit is where real intelligence comes from. That's where real, you know, you want to make a decision based on, you know, prayer, based on the Spirit, based on being informed of things, because God's intellect is billion, trillion, you know, infinitely greater than ours. So when you're being led by God, you're actually, you're actually operating as a genius, and especially if you're a lamb of God, then you know, there's danger everywhere. How could you ne- negotiate or navigate that unless you had that genius with the uh who was also not bound by time and space? So there you go. More proof. But it doesn't matter. I know, I know my words fall on deaf ears. I understand. It's like no matter what I say, no matter how accurate it is, no matter how much it helps, the, the people are trained to ignore. You know, I'll just take a book from God's page and just say, you know that basically I think the Lord sees the people on earth as worthless and, and, and useless. You know, then the majority, say two thirds, worthless. You know, a, a waste. You know, garbage. You know, they've, 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 they got their soul scalped with their permission, and they're just fine with that, and they're never going to change. So to them, there is no God, there is no uh, spirit, there is no soul, right? Uh, Harari, you know, the the big mastermind of Klaus Schwab and the WEF, Harari himself said, "There's no soul." These are, we, humans are hackable animals. So he's already deemed the entire human race useless. Because if humans are hackable animals, there is no point for them to be here on earth in the first place, which I know that gets him salivating. And he's another dumb fuck. You know, he's another guy that, you know, writes things like, you know, he writes about medical breakthroughs and how great it is to have a bionic arm when you didn't have an arm and being able to carry on and things like that. And then it goes like one step further and he starts talking about you know how you could be a like half lion, half person, and that's really cool. And then he starts getting into all the chimeras, chimeras, you know, and uh, and how exciting that is. I am just like, you know, you know, the, the, he, he's becoming this like clone ma- Meister, you know, and um, you know, he's he's exactly Genesis six, and and he's stupid. He's a stupid man. He's a dumb guy who tries to you know impress you with his ability with language. I know that Zeb uh, Zelensky thought that he was, uh, you know, Dr. Z. I know he thought that Harari was a significant enemy, you know what I mean, worthy of respect. And that's where, you know, good old Zev and I, we, God rest his soul, that's, or God lift his soul, really. He's off and running somewhere up there. He's not sitting around anywhere. He's a go get her. Anyway, probably best that he's gone not having to see what's going to happen next. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he thought that that Harari was, you know, and we're talking about, you know, today on the Zephy Report, we're talking about the very upper, 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 upper class, the top people in the world. We're not talking about all the riffraff and all the senators and congressmen or the president really so much. It's the top people, the very, very top. The people that they make a phone call influences the whole world. People that were able to lock down the entire planet with one phone call. Okay, that's power. That's what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the very top topics of influence that could possibly be. And today that's nuclear war. That's you know um, you know sixty seconds to midnight, and that is also the uh, you know the the global um, you know great reset, which of course they haven't forgotten about. They uh, failed with their COVID thing, but but most of the people that got the shots, from what I understand, it, you know it, it's just like vaccines do, like when we got vaccines when we were kids. You know, I understand that quite a few people got cancer from those vaccines. I don't know if I have it or not, but I mean I could very easily die of cancer because of uh of uh a vaccine I had when I was a child. It, uh, had therefore ergo some. These people that have gotten the jab, it may not be effects and they go three years they're doing fine, and then you see them dropping off. You know, not living full lives you, you know what I mean they're dropping off here and there. I think some one scientist said to you know and I forget his name now he said they're all going they've all been killed, basically because even if they don't die, they slowly dull out, you know because of all the all that's going on in their bodies that is part of this uh unless you, they could undo what they did and undo the shot. Now, what does God think about the shot? Well, God is completely, you know outraged and you know it's, it's basically God's wrath time now, because <clears throat> when you're talking about injecting someone and changing the human genome, you're talking directly to God, who is saying that, no, he hasn't changed. He was against it in the beginning, and he flooded the world, and he's against it now. And, you know, host- super hostile. And that's why I believe that we were given a respite. People weren't force jabbed because, you see, they need the free will for it to get. What-, what are they really after here? They're after the extinguishment of the soul. So when we say dull out, what do you mean? Well, is the soul diminished? I eat dull. Dull out. What I've noticed with people is that it's almost as if they seem like they're somebody else. Not that they're dumb, not feeble necessarily mentally, unless they're going to become that way anyway through like Alzheimer's or you know, disease. But there's just like a like you're not the same person. So there is that too, this dimensional shifting that's going on because it's fake, thank you. And that's why we. Oh, you don't take that into account. Well, then you're then you're another dunce because if you can't see what's happening with the changes, dimensional changes, all kinds of things that go on here, uh, then you'll never really understand what life is. Which is, you know, uh, you'll 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 take it seriously. You'll become an actor on a stage, taking it seriously, and going through the motions, and then complaining to God at the end. You know, why are you punishing me? I did everything I was asked to do. I turned lemons into lemonade. I served my country. I served my company. And I persevered. And I raised children. And they're, you know, making their own way now. And everybody has, you know, done the right thing. And how dare you pick on me? Because you missed the boat, man. Life wasn't supposed to be for you to, to do all these little activities you have. That, that wasn't it. You, it's, it's irrelevant whether you raise children or not. Where are they now? Who knows? Did you really raise them? Prove it. Or was that a dream? See, a lot of our experiences are dreams. And then some are, are, are other dreams. I mean, it's almost like a series of dreams. But if you can't catch that much, then you'll never see it for what it is. And then the only reason we, that we remain obedient or we don't just have like a you know Jim Jones Kool Aid a thon or something and kill ourselves, it, because, right, there's no real reason to want to live here, right? Suicide is, makes tremendous sense unless you factor God in. And then you can't do it because you have to let the Lord. Have you, and a decision like suicide is almost like a decision like you know free will uh your your free will involves your soul, so you know like a, a soul decision there's a body decision and a soul decision, and both the Lord takes seriously, so you you're stuck you can't you can't do it unless you're stupid then go ahead you know i mean you know, those genes won't live on, so you won't infect the rest of the population. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, If I had a dime for every time I felt suicidal, man! Oh boy, I'd have overflowing bank accounts. So, yeah, you know, you feel suicidal because when you come to all the doors shut, it's a very logical thing. In fact, I'm you know I I see people in the spirit that that look suicidal to me that. that I don't know. You know, they're the kind of people that probably wouldn't make a big deal out of it. They would just go kill themselves. I'm telling you, you can't do it. Because you know the Lord. And it it may, no matter how hard it is, the demons and these forces are weighing in on you and trying to make it hard so that you'll make that, because they want your suicide, because that's a big victory for them. They celebrate. You're basically here to be hunted, stalked, Suicided, murdered, and wasted by people that are just very anxious to hunt you. When, when you know, when uh, we read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, which is quite interesting, people everyone should read it because people think, oh, it's all about Sodom. No, it's all about black magic. Really, it's all about Satanism. Which basically is uh, the the taking the opposing position of God. So Satanism would be death. There's a band called the Grateful Dead. Remember? So I asked somebody, "Well, what do you think that means, the Grateful Dead?" And then I can't tell you that; I'd get in trouble. <laughs> oh, I see. Nod, nod, wink, wink, huh? Yeah, buddy, I got it. So they're the grateful dead because, you know, they've been scalped. Bye bye. We don't exist. Um They're called they call themselves the dead. I'm not talking about the group now, I'm talking about the people. They say they're the dead. And all of that has to do with sex. Sex and human sacrifice and you know, whatever the sacraments of Satan are. Um, so why did so many take that deal? The Faustian deal that all, all humans are offered uh they took the deal because it was easier to to be able to go out in the world and make a living and, and enjoy a social life, get married, settle down, have children, have a have a network, a social network. You couldn't have that unless you joined up. And the specificity and the rules and all that about that, you know, of of, of this very uh, slave oriented uh, way of being, it's warned ahead of time in the Bible there's a way that seems right to a man, but that is the way that leads to death. That is the way that leads to destruction. If sinners entice thee, Proverbs 1, consent thou not when they come to you and say we have a collective purse for for collective spoil. We lay wait for innocent blood without cause and slay them and share the spoil in our collective purse. Do you understand? Them. Or the, 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 the first mention of organized crime. In, in the very first proverb of Solomon, in the Bible, you can see Solomon's advice to a young man starting out in life, and, you know, notice that the they use the word sinners to, to be the collective. That's fine, but it's a little confusing. You know, people have to have it explained to them. Most pastors will not. They said, hey, communism is in the Bible. No, it's not communism. It's, Collectivism, and it's, it's another word for it, is Satanism. So when sinners, these are unrepentant sinners, these are people that, have, that, that, that uh, know the mystery of iniquity. The mystery of iniquity is using iniquity for gain. That is something that's taught within those circles, which is called society. That society on the earth. Every country and every person understands. We will accept no further excuses we're done with that. You try explaining that to God. You know, I'm sorry I had no choice. I'm sorry. They made me do it. I didn't want to hurt my best friend from school, but you know, he was an idiot. He couldn't see what was going on and now he's dead because I didn't warn him because I I let it happen and I I feel so sorry that the blood is on my (laughs) hands. Well, being God, where do you think that I should send you? Oh, you don't have to send me anywhere, Your Honor, Your Your Highness. I know where I need to go. I need to get on the fast train to hell right now. Uh, You know that hell is not a party, right? You know that hell is not a... uh, what What hell is to me, you know, and this is this is an aspect of being is being trapped in a like a bad dream, and you can't get out, and you keep trying to get out, but you can't that's That's my metaphor for hell. like being trapped in a bad dream in a building, and you keep asking like the receptionist, and you ask the guy over there, and you ask the the hall, have you seen my keys? Have you seen my keys? I'm looking for my keys, please. I just want to leave and go home. I, 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 you know, and then you notice that more and more time is passing. It's going into nighttime now. Well, do you have a phone? I can at least you know, call my wife and tell her I'm going to be late. And, and no, there, there's no phone here. I'm sorry. We have got to find the key. Well, you know, if you go upstairs, there's a guy, a janitor. He's probably been cleaning up there. He he may have the keys because you know people would give. We don't have a lost and found. They give it to the judge. Jan- okay, so you go up there and you, the janitor doesn't have the keys. He come back down and says, you've got to have the keys to the secretary. He says, I'm sorry, I don't have the keys. Now I have to go home too. Well, what about me? Well, if you can't find your keys, I guess you can't leave. Your car is locked. We're going to have to lock the building now. And uh, But where can I go? I, I, I don't have my keys. My, my wallet and all my ID, it's locked in my car. Well, you could use your shoe to break the window. So you go to the window and try to break it, but it won't break. You start using a hammer on it, it won't break. Finally, you know, I mean, we we could go on and on making up stories of this scenario. But, I mean, you get the idea that you just can't seem to get out and go home. You can't. You just can't have any rest. You just can't seem to... Relax, strangers are strange and hostile to you, you know, as you try to simply find your keys so you can just end this madness. You know, so that to me is like my sort of metaphor of hell. It's something that you can get into all right, but you can't get out of. It's like communism, you know, which is basically hell on earth, right? You can get into communism pretty quick, but you, you know, to, 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 you can't get your, the only way you're going to get out is you have to fight your way out, right, with guns, with a lot of death. Nobody, you get into communism pretty easy, pretty seductively, right? But you can't get out, and the people remain poor. Look at them in Venezuela, you know. I'll bet you anything there, there. There's cannibalism growing in these places. You know, cannibalism being the one of the end games of communism, which is basically Satanism distilled into a political uh, means. Period. If you don't think it is, just go read Marx and, you know. You, <laughs> so you we know, have like a world of people here. Who cannot understand what the world is? Who think they understand, and so they're in denial. I mean, I know a lot of people, well-read, scholarly people, and they say there is no such thing as a pedophile elite that runs the world. You know, and it's like, uh, okay, you know, even though we all have you know eyewitness evidence and we have evidence all around us, uh, we have to be in denial on that point you know because mister left-wing intellectual has deemed there is no such thing so we you have today is you have the left-wing intellectuals saying there's nothing going on in the schools there's there's no child grooming going on there's no um, you know uh the, the you know global warming and you know uh, climate change is a real thing we all know that you know so they have this whole you know presumption of of of, of of reality that they go by every day, and none of it includes the truth. So they're wrong on everything they say. You know, and they're they, they write on the blackboard, they study, they read books, and every book they read steers them the wrong way because all the books that get published have to be approved by the system. Therefore, they all have to be propaganda. They all have to be designed to even in all the scientific journals, manuals uh you know medical books medical libraries even have to conform they can't tell you what it is they have to have you assume that this is the world and there's nothing bigger than this this is it and here's the standardized rules and we stay within this i'm a reasonable person a good job why am i being sent to hell Well, I don't know what God would say, but it's 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 sort of like you're all you're you know probably the 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 key reason you're being sent to hell is is going to end up being pride. When you've been shown to be wrong and it's been proven, you won't relent. You won't give up the world's point of view, which is always wrong. You want to be always wrong and have everyone pat you on the back because that's how you've survived. You can't imagine going out there alone with the truth, can you? Having to defend yourself, can you? No. Therefore, how could you ever be fit for the kingdom of God? You couldn't. A person that's fit for the kingdom of God has to go with the truth, which is Jesus. That's the truth. And there's a lot more to that truth, but would have to hearken their hearts and their minds and their souls, would be relieved that there is truth, that there is explanation, that there is understanding, that you're not alone, that there's a way to peace, that there's always a, a way to victory because we have the victory at the cross. A simple thing, but it was you know a ritual that had to counter countermand all the uh, uh, you know the entire uh, bulwark of Satan and Satanism had to completely undermine it or undercut it, had to destroy it, and it's destroyed in one word: Jesus. Jesus destroys Satan. Satan being you know reasonableness, standardization, uh the census, uh, the you know you know, standardized teachings of school and history and, and, and philosophy, and you know, eventually clubs to join, and you know more to learn about you know how the mystery of iniquity has really, really worked through the networking with other people. What a lovely world. Did Frank Sinatra do it his way? Nope. Uh, Ironic, he wrote a song about doing it his way. I guess he was, you know, he's free to fantasize that he did it his way. He did it the mob's way. He's mafia. I, I don't understand why we have to have these discussions. What? Oh, you, yeah, yeah, because the entire thing is whitewashing, isn't it? Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. He said, and I must face the final curtain. So it's like he's practicing standing before God and saying, you know what? I don't give a shit what you think, buddy. I did it my way, and I should be applauded for that. No, Frank, you didn't do it your way. You were helped by millions of people that buttressed and supported you and lifted you up, and you did it their way, Frank. And sure, in the back room, you can play mafia and you know throw guys in the shark tank and all that and have all, all that kind of fun while you're on the golf course down in uh you know down in Indian Wells. Sure, Frank. You didn't do it your way. You 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 were a child of organized crime. You were a, a mafia kid. You were basically a Don. I know he's not here. I'm not speaking I'm speaking well of Frank. I like Frank. But let's not go let but please do we need to be deceived any further than we already are you know if if do you know how many people, do you know how many people play that uh that that song as a okay, I'm avoiding the nuclear thing aren't I but they play it like you know it's it's to inspire you to do it your way. it's like he didn't do it his way he was blessed with a beautiful voice and is you know obviously a great musician. But, you you know, it is what it is. (laughs) His way, no. He did it Satan's way. And, you know, he'd probably tell you that. But the veneer we must put on ourselves is, we're noble, we're good, look, I'm heroic. Here's my legacy. Here's my legacy, I'm wonderful. (laughs) Look at all the people you see. I'm wonderful. And we want to paint a legacy that eliminates the bad stuff of us and amplifies the good. Why we want to do this? We want to be remembered. We want to be, well, why remember? What does it matter whether I remember you or not? It doesn't matter to to you or to me or to anyone. So why should it be a thing? Uh, Because it's pride. Well, pride goeth before a fall. So what's the point? God will burn pride out wherever it is, i.e., ego, i.e., self-aggrandizement. It's just not going to be able to happen for real because the only one that gets any praise is God, because of being worthy to, to accept that praise. Humans—that's not the job of human to, to treat each other as God. That you know, Frank is God. I did it my way, you oh God. Kiss the ring, kiss the ring. Forget the Pope, go with Frank. (laughs) Pledge your children. You know, they grow up and they know how to hit a guy with a baseball bat, all right. Five, six years old, they've proven themselves. Now we can, like, introduce them to the real business. Besides, if they kill someone before they're 18, they get out of uh, Sing Sing or whatever pretty quick. <laughs> Especially with the new mob-picked DAs, you know, coming from the from the Nazi mafia. So that's how we got, you know, just with my kind of poetic way of dealing with all this. That's how we got into this situation of a of a set. And how many of us? I'm raising my hand. But how many of you out there also called it? That they would use Biden to renew Hillary's claim. Right? That when when she gave the order to Duke Russia, the order must be followed. Remember? Remember that? You know you do. The order must be followed. When the commander-in-chief gives the order, the order must be followed. She was almost threatening them, right? If you don't follow it, you know. So here we are, DEFCON 1. What do you think? Cocked pistol. Operation cocked pistol. Here we are. You like it? You want to do some... What do you want to worry? You want to worry about something? I've got to worry about what someone thinks about me. I've got to worry about my my legacy, my reputation. I've got to worry about the, the grass. that doesn't have enough water. I've got to worry about the ocean. They may be toxic. I'm going to have to worry about climate change and and, and and people, their feelings get hurt. And I don't have time to think about nuclear war. So, how close did we come during Kennedy? I think we're closer now. Now, I'm not saying, you know, one way or another, maybe God will have mercy, you know, we certainly hope so. But we knew that he might try to, to run this as an October surprise, a nuke, you know, n- try to make it limited. Now, he, in his speech, Biden said that we were close, you know, to, you know, we're at the doorstep of nuclear Armageddon. He used those words precisely. And he talked about, even if Russia started by using tactical nukes, it would escalate to be global Armageddon within within seconds. So he understands what I've always understood. There is no limited nuclear war possible. There never will be. The the concept should not exist. Okay. So Russia is being, you know, billions of dollars went to Ukraine, right? It, It did not fortify the army or anybody else. What's happening is that NATO forces and Americans in false flag, false uniforms, and others are being sent into Ukraine en masse, to uh, prepare for this, hopefully, uh, you know, an event that won't happen. But if it does go tactical, it will go to, you know, Europe, it will go to uh, eventually to America with the submarines and possibly China and global. So now the most important thing about what's going on is are people prepared to meet the Lord? If they don't think, if they, they have nothing but disrespect for everything, fine. Let them just die in there, you know, blow up and die. You know, a meaningless death because their lives have been led as meaningless. But because they conform to society, everybody is telling them how great they are. They got a sense of being somebody. Hey, yeah. But now you see the hourglass is running out of sand. And somebody has to tell them, look, all your fame and all your fortune, all your success... It was prearranged for your soul. Which you don't think you have or you don't even appreciate that it would have value but, but, but we're in the business of collecting souls. Understand? You have no life now. I don't care what you've done or who applauds you. It does, it, all of it was fake. Every single thing. The only thing that's real is what you're facing right now. You've been stripped of all status. You've been stripped of all your money. You've been stripped of everything. Time to die now. And are you ready? You don't even know who you are. You think you're a reflection of what all your you know, people say about you. You've been afraid to even look at who you might be. Well, let me explain. Weak Ruthless, cruel, selfish, and disgusting. That's who you really are. But you can always change, even at the last second. Give your heart and mind, just tell Jesus, please, Lord, come into my life. Change me, I lay it all down before you, and I follow you, and I believe in you, and I will never relinquish. And become that vessel of the Lord. And now you've you've been redeemed, which means you are you are worthy, worthwhile, good, on the right track, doing good things, heading the right direction. You have meaning. You have context. You have you know, uh, your future uh, endeavor. Which, like me, is Christ. So we're both on the same page. You see all that bad stuff of everything you did all of those years. Those years don't count for anything. You just were deluded and now you're not. And so you were worthless and now you're worthwhile. You were lost and now you're found. You, they're all opposites. So you, you were bad and now you're good. But you're not good because of you. Or your decision, you're good because of Christ, and so therefore we all give, we take our crowns. Or oh, do you need a crown? I don't, and throw it at the throne, casting your crowns to the Lord because you don't need it, and you're free, and a good example to other people. The the things of the world. I mean, the, the Bible is so clear. It's just so spot on at this point. Don't love the world or, or worship the things in the world. Uh, do not envy the wicked when they succeed, and they do. They have they have their hits, and they got their you know phenomenons. They got their hula hoops and whatever you know. But but don't envy them. It, it, the Lord has the time of their demise. The Lord has. Let's people run on quite a long time before he moves. But the Lord is, he's the God of justice, of vengeance. He'll take care of it, give it to him, and forgive. Replace evil for good. Replace good for evil, rather. And you can't miss. And what's that love in, in one's heart? It's that agape love that fills your heart. And then you, you're ready to give the shirt off your back to Anybody? You don't need anything. You have it all. You just want to share that with other people. You have it all. Though you have nothing of this world, you have everything, including this world. They just can't see it. If they knew who you really were in Christ, they would flock to Christ and throw away all their plastic baubles and trinkets and noisemakers that nobody cares about. Ultimately, you know, they care about their lives. What do you care about when you're going into death? You care about your life. You don't care about all these other things about who's number one and who's doing this and who's doing that. You, all that goes out the window. So DefCon One, I, and I'm not saying we're DefCon One. I put DefCon One up there because Biden is talking. He's talking like we are cocked and locked. That could just be Biden going off but was, someone wrote that speech he compared when, when I saw the word Kennedy and I saw the word Armageddon and I put the two together I just realized this is not the kind of article that uh, or the kind of news conference if you will the kind of statement made by someone that's bluffing they're being dead serious Well, I don't like it either. (laughs) I'm responding to a news article of a speech Biden gave yesterday. That's what I'm doing here. That's why this topic is up. Not fear porn or to scare anybody that, you know, just to say that he made a speech every bit as devastating as Kennedy did uh, concerning the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, you know, and I can say from the speech that uh, they, Biden, his handlers, and everybody behind him, they're serious. They're ready, you know, despite the fact he doesn't want nuclear Armageddon, he said, it's a very real possibility. it's not even walking it back. Well, he might maybe he'll walk it back today. He said, I don't know if Putin is gonna find an off ramp. We have to make him find an off ramp, but he keeps coming. It's not Putin that keeps coming, it's Biden, and the United States that keeps and NATO that keeps pushing Putin into a corner and you know, and saying, Go ahead, bring it on, launch your nukes. This is retaliation from Bill Gates and others who would prefer to kill everyone with vaccines rather than, you know, know, hurt buildings and blow stuff up. (laughs) In other words, there wasn't anything about this experience of Earth that was anything, you know, decent. There are decent moments here and there, and there are certainly moments of true love. But very few endure. It's a very hostile environment. And uh, for that reason, I, I just... I have a little bit of an ambivalence. I mean, I understand how we got to this point of nuclear Armageddon. I, I see how we got here. I predicted it. I predicted we would get here because, it, you know, Biden picked up the same plan with the pen. remember? No, we don't want prosperity. No, we don't want prosperity. No, we want, you know, yes, we want COVID lockdowns. No prosperity. You know, give money. Inflation, we like inflation. Break the system. Cloud pivot. Nuclear war. It's good. I can blame it on Putin. They're going to blame it. all the news media, all the, the Mockingbird media, blaming it on Putin. That Putin's doing it, and Trump's probably in on it somewhere. So, <laughs> tell people about Jesus. Tell you know that. Putting faith in this world is a... It's a big broken heart, baby. Big broken heart. It's uh Yeah, it's uh You know, it's being... Led into a chasm in a ward. Having all the snipers aiming at you. Ready to take you all out. It's a... It's a... It's a, it's a cluster F... An S show. It's not a slang I know. Say uh, <laughs> the people are just no good. <laughs> well, never mind what the Bible told us. The Bible said, "Well, the people are fallen. Man has fallen, and is it only does, he just wants to do wickedness all the time?" Uh yeah. That's right. That's one of the problems. And um, so, I, I, you know, I, I, I wish I had a better report. Look at Violet and John struggling in Afghanistan and they're doing so much good work and, and, and they're just, you know, tens of hundreds you know, dying all around them every day. But uh must persevere. I try to get up. Ouch. Oh man. I'm sorry guys. My dog Ben. Hi, Ben. Benz didn't he didn't want me to you know I was uh <laughs> well, What was the matter? Well you need to get back outside. Where's the ball? Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Are you all right? Hmm? Oh man. Innocent life. Bends. You just an innocent teething puppy that is uh, I know he wants me to he wants me to get off of this you want me to get off this and throw the ball for you is that what you want where is the ball Ball. go get the ball go get the ball (laughs) he's trying to knock my uh, earphones off he's giving me a message I love it he's licking your ears The ball is hidden in my pocket. Oh, you have it now. It's in my pocket. Let's see. No, no, in my coat pocket. Oh, okay. Okay. The sun needs to. The one thing you want to do when there's a nuclear war coming is go play ball with the dog. Correct. Right. That's the kind of thing you want to be doing. Have a little outdoor barbecue. Call up people that you uh, pissed off or you were pissed off at them or you had an argument and you always meant to make up with them. Now is a good time to call them, huh? (laughs) Look, I don't care. Where I'm going with the Lord is so awesome. (laughs) I mean, not that I want to just get out of here, but I need to do a good job here. I need to, you know, I need to see it through. I'm sorry my daughter didn't. I understand though. I kind of think she's going to have to do it over again. You know. Oh, he's got the ball. Let me see that ball. This ball, ladies and gentlemen, is and I'm sorry I'm goofing off. I'm 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 horsing around in the uh, studio here. I, the ball is about the size of a baseball. Rubber, indestructible, bounces really good. And it throws really well. And it just it just lasts and lasts and lasts. I get a couple more. We've lost one, so- we've lost one because it gets under yeah, the furniture. Um You know what? I'm not gonna say much more about this. I, I think I, I I had uh I had things to say about this situation and you know I I don't think I need to tell anybody to, to, to be prepared. Right, you know, to not be, you know, when I say prepared, I mean prepared to meet the Lord. I'm not talking about prepared to survive on Earth. I mean, if you can, great. But, uh, um, okay. So here's the um, some quotes. Now these statements were given at a democrat fundraiser so he said we're going to continue to support ukraine biden okay biden we're going to continue to support ukraine but for the first time since the cuban missile crisis we have the direct threat of the use of a nuclear weapon if in fact things continue down the path they're going and that's that's a different deal different deal," he says. Um, we're trying to figure out what is Putin's off-ramp. Where does he get off? Where does he find a way out? Where does he find himself in a position that he does not not only lose face, but lose significant power in Russia? He's not joking when he talks about the potential use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological and chemical weapons because his military is, you know, you might say, significantly underperforming. I don't think there's any such thing as the ability to easily use tactical nuclear weapons and not end up with Armageddon. We have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. We're going to continue to support Ukraine, but for the first time since the Cuban Missile Crisis, we have the direct threat of the use of a nuclear weapon if, in fact, if, in fact, things continue down the path that they're going, and that's a different deal. And Putin is talking about the use of tactical nukes to be, to be a, to, to, you know, if that gives you any hope at all, that's fine. I, I would prefer no nukes. And I think we have to really pray in, in conjunction with that. Lord, we just ask you to stop all the nukes and stuff them back in their holes and turn these people's heads around and and, and and to stop these destructive idiots from you know, blowing everything up that you created, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't have to have a long, elaborate prayer to, to have an accurate prayer. I say that to people about witchcraft. It takes 10 seconds to bind the witches. To stop it! But you have to put your mind on it. You know, you have to be into prayer. Well, I think all day long, someone, one of us, is going to be praying these prayers to hold back this destruction. You've heard of the October Surprise. You know, they know they're going. in. They don't want to give up power easily. If there is a nuclear war, the the left, the globalist, the Democrat, will be able to emerge. No, I'm not a Republican either. I, you know, they 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 got. Uh, I guess when I say democrat I should include but democrats and republicans cuz they both work together for the same end of the United States. So um <clears throat> yes. Uh you know, we hope it scales down. We we hope that uh, tensions we we hope Biden and company and uh Ukraine uh, and and the uh, you know and the Biden-led NATO, we hope they will stand down, will stop provoking Russia. Yes, we hope they will stop I you know I like beluga vodka, smoothest vodka on earth, and um, they took it off all the shelves when this Ukraine thing happened because everybody took the side of Ukraine. Ukraine is just basically taking the side of the mafia. You're taking the side of money laundering. You're taking the side of international crime. You're taking the side of you know Biden. You know mob boss. you you're, you're fuck and. Is it that hard to see the stupidest thing in the world that you know, a four year old would understand? These people are good for nothing nothing but getting everybody killed. That's what they really want. So maybe my daughter exited at the right time. 2018, she missed all this, she missed COVID. She missed seeing, you know, Italy, her home, Italy, coming out of the woodwork as a totalitarian state. She missed vaccine passport. She missed a lot of stuff. In other way, maybe God protected her because she couldn't handle it. I think she was in so much pain she had to, you know, kill herself, though. It's just something that's hard to tolerate. That's as bad as it gets. To think that nobody could help her. To think that I've got such great friends that people cheered on her death. They cheered it on, yeah, you know, because of their hatred of me. And what's the hatred of me based on? It's not based on me personally because I don't know them. They don't know me. They don't know my history. They never talked to me. They, never, they don't know who I am. But they hate, all right. Oh, they hate, yes. They hate. What would you do with that ball? Huh? He's really going to town with the ball. Where is the ball now? Another couch? Okay, let me get. Let me see that. Let me have the ball. So there he goes. not going to give us the ball. Um, limited nuclear war and then emerge no nuclear war a threat a new cold war and then what emerge with the because uh, I'm just waiting for Hillary, Chelsea Clinton one of the uh, the royalty of the Clintons for Chelsea Clinton to uh, start the contact tracing right remember they're going to come to the house they're going to inspect everything they're going to take a little flashlight up your ass oh yeah we dodge that one and hopefully we can dodge this one but anyway yeah the um we have to mention when when the president talks in language like that okay this is parallel to John F Kennedy in uh you know 1960 what was it 63 62 yeah ah uh, i hate to leave you guys but uh no. If anything goes, if anything gets better or worse, I'll be back on that. You know, if we back off from the DEFCONs and go back down from Cock Pistol to, uh, you know, Steady Ready Alert or whatever it is, I will, you know, be very happy to uh, mention that, (laughs) you know. But I, you know, a lot of people say, well, this is all posturing and, you know, mark my words, there never will be a nuclear war. And people, people tell me that. And I'm like, but the thing is, is, no, these crisis points, have they have to be mentioned. You can't just avoid, you know, I know the public doesn't take it seriously because they just laugh it off. They're, they're there at a fundraiser having, you know, barbecued uh, shrimp and, you know, chardonnay, and, you know, they don't care what the guy says. Anyway, i will see you next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You guys have to laugh, and no suicides. Nobody commits suicide because you can't. It's it's there's a you know there's a logical reason you can't. It's just not fair. You'd be a bad guy. Oh yeah, I mean if you live again, you can always repent. But I'm just saying, you, you can't go there. That's like a, a soul decision or a body decision. You can't make, God has to make that decision. And with that, I'm I'm out. Will I live tomorrow? Well, I just can't.